In the name of the true and living God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated, won't you? I love the third Sunday of Advent with its theme of joy, with its themes of hope. And yet, being honest with you, I have to say that in the way in which we celebrate Christmas in our culture today, both psychologically and both in terms of material importance, there's kind of two streams that seem to be running through me, and maybe they run through you too. I can illustrate this for you by something that happened to me yesterday. Nancy and I were taking our morning walk, which is our routine, which we are so grateful to be able to do together. And we were walking down Baldwin Park. We came to the center of the village there, uh, where everything seems to be happening. And there was a race which was beginning to be run, probably a 5K or so. And there were probably 200 people, maybe 250 people. And there were Star Wars figures in costume and everything. It was really, you know, kind of interesting, a little bizarre. It was, it was sponsored by Advent Health in Florida South. And and so I thought, wow, that's, that's amazing. So we stopped, and we wanted to see them take off. You know, it was kind of fun. And so we were standing off to the side, and I noticed a group of folks that had signs, kind of like billboards, and they were raising them up, and they had these kind of messages, I guess, of encouragement or whatever. But one of them really, really, really struck me, kind of goes right to the heart, uh, and it, it says these words. This person was holding this up, you know, so you could see it. And this is what it said. Get out of your rut and get your jingle on. (laughs) Get out of your rut and get your jingle on. How about that for a philosophy of life, I tell you. But you know, there is a sense in which you want to be able to get your jingle on. You want to be able to rejoice and you want to be happy and joyful this time of the year. But let's be honest, there's also another stream which is much more serious at times, and we feel it in terms of the absence of loved ones or family or illness or suffering or, my gracious, just watch the news. And so, you know, there's a little something uh, that has to go beyond just getting your jingle on, at least for me. Bill Fry, one of the great heroes of the faith, certainly a hero of mine, was the bishop of the Diocese of Colorado when I was serving there. And he had a wonderful statement about hope and joy. And he wrote a book about it. And it's called, he, this is what he says. I would, I would like to have this on my sign. Hope is the ability to hear the song of the future. And faith is the courage to dance to its melody today. Wow. Let me say that again. Hope is the ability to hear the song of the future, and faith is the courage to dance to it, to its melody today. How do you dance to the melody of hope, even in the world in which we live, even in the emotional turbulence of Christmas? Well, I think we get the answer from Jesus and John the Baptist. Here he is, John the Baptist. He finds himself 
imprisonment in the prison and he's waiting his execution. He's in the darkness. What confusion there must have been for him. What a sense of dread and fear and maybe even disappointment because he's not sure about Jesus now. He had been so confident about him. And now he asked his disciples to go to Jesus and ask him a question. It's a heartbreaking question, and it's often found in the scriptures. It asks, and John the Baptist is asking it for all of us, this heartbreaking question. And here it is. They go to Jesus and they ask this question. Are you the one? Are you the one? Or are we to look for another? Have you ever been disappointed with God? Have you ever wondered, maybe not in the same circumstances of John the Baptist, but through your own suffering, your own heartbreak, your own disappointment, the hardness and harshness of reality at times, and you think, but I have faith, and and God should be here to deliver me. God should be removing these circumstances. I should not be here. This isn't fair. I anticipated that God would be like this, and so did John. John had a warrior-like Messiah who was going to come and destroy the occupation and emancipate the people of Israel. And here comes Jesus, gentle, humble. And so that question emerges, emerges for us, doesn't it? But here's the answer. Here's where the hope is, and here's where the joy is. The answer of Jesus What did he say? Go tell John. Go tell John. What do you see and what do you hear? You see, our our kind of normal propensity is to allow our circumstances and our worldview to close in on us. And Jesus is saying, no, that's not all there is. Something's happening. Go tell John what's happening. And you know what he tells John? He tells John... The fulfillment of the Old Testament lesson which we just read from Isaiah 35. One of the most beautiful visions of God's ultimate victory and future which is already happening now. It's a melody. It's a song that we can dance to right here and now. It's beginning. Listen to what he said. Go tell John to to listen and see what he hears. Listen. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened. The ears of the deaf unstopped, the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the speechless a song of joy. Waters will break forth in the wilderness, streams in the desert. In other words, the desert is blooming, and you can see it. You can recognize it. And I want to tell you something. How do you think John the Baptist responded to that? Even though he knew perhaps he was going to die, he recognized, that's right. Only the Messiah can do these things. And what's happening? Jesus is doing them. He is the Messiah. He is the one. But we need eyes and ears to see. You know, one of the... Can I give you a theological moment? I I know I don't want to be too serious and heavy on you. But this this is good. You need to understand that the scriptures, the story of the Bible, is one of progressive apprehension. And now you can pass the quiz if you get that word right. Progressive apprehension. What that means is, 
our understanding and our ability to perceive and to comprehend and to, un- and to enter in, enter in to the reality that the desert is blooming. It takes time. And through the years, we begin perhaps to understand more and more and more. He is the one. And so if he is the one, then I can make it. I can move through my heartbreak. I can embrace my heartbreak. And God can take my heartbreak and use it for his good. You remember that crazy little statement that was made by, um, gosh, what's his name? Anyway, I just lost it. Which is easy for me to do as I'm almost 70. But um, you remember, remember the term, follow your bliss? Do you remember that kind of back in the 70s and 80s? Follow your bliss? Well, you know, there's truth to that. But if you just follow your bliss all the time, or if you're only trying to get your jingle on all the time, it's not necessarily going to be an easy ride. Here's another way of looking at it. The way I think that Jesus would say to us, to you and to me today is, let your heartbreak guide you. Follow your heartbreak. And Jesus will lead you to see and to hear that the desert is blooming. All right, let me close. I came across a poem this week by Evangeline Patterson, and it really spoke to me. You know how words can sometimes really get into the place where you're actually living, not spiritual bypassing, Listen to these words, because I think these are the words that Jesus speaks to you and to me. Remember, he said, go and see and listen to what is happening, not in the future, but right now. And if we could see and hear, learn the song of hope, and dance to its melody today, these words would come true. The poem is called, And That Will Be Heaven at Last. Heaven begins now. And that will be heaven at last, the first unclouded seeing, to stand like the sunflower turned full face to the sun, drenched in light, in the still center, held while the circling planets hum with an utter joy, seeing and knowing at last in every particle, seen and known, and not turning away, never turning away. Hope is the ability to hear the song of the future, and faith is the courage to dance to its melody today. Go and get your jingle on. Amen.